Here's a message from Ken Lavica. There is no greater pastime in all of sports than us pretending like we have morals. Golf, the spotlight's on you. Stone Lebanowitz hit the open. On your mark. Get set. Go! You are listening to Ken Lavica Live. Presented by FAU MBA and Sport Management Programs. Turn it up! Turn it up! From the Anajar and Levine Studios in downtown West Palm Beach, it's Ken LaVeca Live on ESPN 106.3. We have found the next thing to be really angry about, really angry about, and then we'll just do nothing about it. In sports, we love to say morals, morals, morals. That's wrong. That's wrong. That's inherently wrong. And then sports just sportses, and we move on, and then we don't think about it again. Golf is the latest to have this honor bestowed upon it. But, man, there is a lot. There is a lot that has piled up the last couple of days, and I think we need to start having a serious discussion about morality. Ken Levick alive on a Tuesday here on ESPN 106.3, free ESPN up and on your smart speaker. And a John Levine Accident Attorney Studios downtown West Palm Beach, Phillips Point Towers, right off of the overcast and muggy intracoastal. Theo Dorsey is in. WPTV News Channel 5, WFLX Fox 29. He'll have his Temple of Troll mm. later on in the show. But he's going to um, he's going to be doing some uh, some heavy lifting on the show while I am uh, in Jamaica starting on uh, Thursday. So preemptively, I appreciate it. Of course. We missed you yesterday in your regular Monday spot. Stone and I, we did two hours. I don't know what I would call it. It happened. <laughs> we held it down. We held it down. Or we held talking. other people down. Yeah, yeah, yeah a little bit. Well, what we, what we did is uh, all of this, Draymond should have been ejected. Oh, no. We had, to, we had to make sure that we sent some people straight okay, on good, that. Good, uh, good. But, uh, but, but it, it, it's good to have you in. I'm glad to have you in. And again, I appreciate you uh, picking up a lot of the slack while I'm gone. Friday Night Lights, Stone Labanowitz. Uh, runs this catastrophe until 2 o'clock. Uh, Theo, would you indulge me? Uh, let me read you the definition, the, the dictionary definition of morality, if mm. I could. I'd love that. Okay. Morality. Principles concerning the distinction between right and wrong or good and bad behavior. One more time. Principles concerning the distinction between right and wrong or good and bad behavior. And man, morality... It uh, checks a lot of boxes in sports, on the field, or on the court. A foul. If you don't make contact, that's good. If you if you make contact with someone, that's a foul. You have run afoul of the rules, morally incorrect, that's a foul. Mm. Um, uh, in in uh, football, you, you grab somebody's arm as they're trying to get to the quarterback. You have run afoul of the law of the sport. Morally incorrect, that's a foul. Mm. Okay? Yeah. So... Then there's larger scale morality problems that take place, like, oh, getting paychecks from uh, a government that commits massive human rights violations and allegedly kills journalists for journalism that is not so flattering to said government. That Mm. feels morally incorrect, right? That would be bad. That would be bad. So that brings me to the LIV golf league that launches on friday in london because for the first time the pga tour the vaunted pga tour now has a competitor 
as aloof and as as loose and as sloppy as it's been, there now is a competitor to the PGA Tour. It's the LIV Golf League, which is funded largely by the Saudi Arabian government. Greg Norman's the CEO of this. He's been recruiting players. Uh, didn't get the hole he would have liked, but he did get someone in Dustin Johnson, mm. a local Louis Oosthuizen, a local Charles Schwartzel is in it. Looks like Ricky Fowler's about to sign a deal. He got his whale in Phil Mickelson. It's amazing. Who's going to be competing this weekend? Massive amounts of money being thrown around. The thing about the Saudi-backed investment is that there is unlimited cash. Yeah, They're just going to keep throwing money at this thing over and over and over and over again. But then the obvious question comes, how in good faith can these professional golfers take this money that in part has been accrued by a government that repeatedly commits human rights violations and murders journalists? It presents quite the quandary, doesn't it? It it kind of does a little bit. I mean, as you explain this government, um, it's kind of funny because I, I I start to find I'm trying to figure out where the line between this government is and U.S.'s history Weird. as well. Weird. I've had uh, the same thoughts. So Theo. I don't mm. know. So it's a little it's a little blurred line mm. there because every time you go into the description about mm-hmm. what Saudi Arabia mm-hmm. does, mm-hmm. I start mm-hmm. to think, is this America? Mm-hmm. Oh, he's talking about Saudi right. Arabia. It's sort of a glass house thing, yeah. isn't it? It feels a little <laughs> bit weird. And that brings me to what I want to discuss today. And that's phony outrage. Because we can point out repeatedly in sports, that is disgusting. That is wrong. I can't believe they did that. There's no way I can support that. Except it never matters. And then you go on to support that. You go on to follow that. You go on to be a fan of that. Whether it is a league, like LIV is, whether it is a team, or whether it is an athlete. Now, Dustin Johnson, who I would never peg as anybody to be um, the most well-spoken spokesperson for anything that I would ever do, okay? Uh, Dustin Johnson took to the podium today uh, in London, where they're having this first event. And the thing with the LIV tournament, it's three days. Three days. Uh, It is match play so there are teams and i'll read you the team names later Mm. um uh, for it's a completely different version of golf than the pga tour it's 54 holes um and you finish last place in these tournaments you still make one hundred and twenty thousand dollars. oh i thought you were gonna say something way worse I thought it was about to get ugly. I was like, whoa, whoa, whoa. Hold on. The stakes are high here. Yeah, you're actually yeah, you're, you're headed to Riyadh, and there's going to be problems. Off with your so, head. Yeah. Like, so, so, so there is fi- major financial incentive mm. to say, hey, PGA Tour, it's been fun. Peace out. Uh, I want some of that Saudi direct deposit hit. Okay? Um, but, but Dustin Johnson took to the podium today to announce not only that, hey, you know, I'm, I'm excited to be part of the LIV Tour, but to say... Oh, yeah, about the PGA Tour, and I was the world number one nine months ago. I won the mm. Masters 20 months ago. Mm. Uh, that's now in my rearview mirror. Uh, peace out. Here's Dustin Johnson. Obviously, at this time, it's, you know, it's hard to speak on what the consequences will be, but you know, for right now, um, you know, I resign my membership from the tour. I'm, I'm going to play here um, you know, for now, and that's, that's the plan. Um, you know, but what the consequences are going to be, I, obviously, I can't comment on how the tour is going to handle so regards of majors, are you? Majors, um, I mean, it's, again, 
I, I can't answer for, for the majors, but, you know, hopefully they're going to allow us to play. Obviously, I'm exempt for, for the majors, so um, I plan on playing there and, unless um, I hear otherwise. Just, did, I, did I just see you say that you designed your membership in the PGA Tour? I did say that, yes, sir. So that makes you ineligible for the Ryder Cup, and was that a big decision for you? It was, um, but hopefully, obviously, you know, all um, all things are you know subject to change, and you know, like I mean, I would just have to agree with what Graham said. Hopefully, you know, at some point it'll it'll change, and we'll be able to participate. But if it doesn't, I mean, it was it was another thing that I've you know really had to think long and hard about, and ultimately I decided to you know to come do this and you know play out here, and you know, like I said, I'm excited about it, and. You know, obviously the Ryder Cup is unbelievable and it's, you know, something that's definitely meant a lot to me and, you know, proud to, to say that I've played and represented my country and, you know, hopefully I'll, you know, get a chance to do that again. But, you know, I, I don't make the rules, so. Inevitably, people will say, you know, on social media and even in here that you've chosen many over your country. What would be your reply to that? Um, I chose what's best for me and my family. Mm. So Dustin Johnson, think about the levels to that. He's leaving the PGA Tour, where he made a name for himself, where he made millions, where he became world number one, where he won majors, and now he's giving up the opportunity, in all likelihood, to ever represent his country again in the mm-hmm. Ryder Cup in order to get that Saudi money in the checking account. Like That's, that's major stuff right there. Yeah, and it's also some, and the reason why I have to at least and I haven't done a lot of the research around it. I've kind of like, I remember when Phil Mickelson first started doing it, I was like, oh, this must all be bad. Just because it was Phil <laughs> because Mickelson. Because it's Phil. Right. I was like, I Phil's don't know about this. Phil's got a lot of gambling debts in case you yeah. haven't heard. I was like, I don't know about this whole thing here. But for his reasons that he stated right there, and for the fact that he is sacrificing things that I'm sure means a lot to him, like playing in the Ryder Cup potentially, like playing uh, for majors. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. I mean, I I mean money means more. Yeah, the money means more than the Ryder Cup at the very least. But still, like, even at at all levels of sport, you can tell it does mean a lot to these athletes at the highest level to represent America. Like, to represent America in the Olympics or in the Ryder Cup or in whatever facet, they care about that stuff. Like, yeah. So I have to respect that he at least is having some self-sacrifice as he, like he says at the end, tries to get more money. What do we think these guys are in well, it for? And and that's the thing. And but what this what's going to happen is you have a lot of buzzwords here, okay? Saudi Arabia, blood money, representing country. Mm-hmm. Dustin Johnson, that one minute and forty second soundbite has people frothing at the mouth. How dare that man give up the opportunity to drape himself in the red, white, and blue, to compete under the star-spangled banner in order to make Saudi blood money. Like, think about that. You think that's going to be on Fox News tonight? Uh-huh. Oh, yeah, sure. Absolutely it is. But so, isn't this capitalism, though? Isn't this what the American dream is about, <laughs> is making more money? Like, well, this is where they... For your hippie- family. Is it not? <laughs> well, and this American is where dream. the hypocritical nature of all this comes in. Stone, do you remember where the World Cup is going to be this winter? Qatar? In Qatar. In the same Qatar that is accused of, in the same breath as Saudi Arabia, of committing massive amounts of human rights violations that allegedly rigged the system 
to win a bid to host the World Cup. Corruption involved with FIFA funneling millions of dollars to that organization to win the bid. And stadiums that are being built in Qatar that have killed, reportedly, hundreds of immigrants, most notably from the nation of Nepal. Some families in Nepal haven't heard from their family members that went to Qatar to be low-wage workers. And chances are, it's because they're dead. And Qatar doesn't want to talk about it. But you know what we're going to do in the fall? You know what Fox, big network Fox did? They spent millions upon millions upon millions of dollars for the broadcast rights for the World Cup, for Qatar, to give a platform to that nation that's accused of so many human rights violations. And we're going to sit there and we're going to patronize businesses. We're going to patronize FIFA and Fox World Cup partners. And we're going to say... Go USA! And forget, beat Wales! And forget all of this ever happened. And forget all of it. You think Fox is going to have an expose on the human rights violations of Qatar over the month that they're broadcasting games from the Desert Nation? The mm. answer to that is a resounding big fat no. So it's we can sit here and pontificate all we want about sports morals, okay? And we love to do it. We love to pretend that we stand for something, that we're... We're on the moral right of the compass. But at the end of the day, it's all a bunch of hot damn air. And perhaps the biggest exclamation point to all of this is the trigger point right now in Cleveland. Theo, I'm going to give a little bit of a warning here, okay? Parents out there, or those of you driving or in your homes, wherever you're listening to this show right now, if you have children under the age of, oh, I don't know, 17 years old, or if you're squeamish about, about conversations involving sexual terms, I would probably turn the radio down for about 45 seconds and then bring it back up, okay? Because our old buddy Deshaun Watson's back uh, in the news. Guy. I'm glad you didn't lead off with Houston this time and I didn't give a shout out. So, <laughs> so Deshaun Watson has a 24th accuser of sexual assault in a civil suit. A 24th lawsuit has been filed against him. Ironically, just days after his dumbass lawyer, Rusty Hardin, went on Houston radio and started talking about how happy endings aren't a crime. Just part of the game. Just right? part of the game. Yeah. Just by, if you get a happy ending, it's not illegal, okay? Money. And he also said for most of the audience listening, it's normal. Yeah, it's normal. You've got a happy ending. You've got a happy ending. you got O-H-E. It was just, it was it was just completely out of left field. No reason to bring it up, and there is thought that that reckless talk is what had this twenty fourth woman come out and say, "All right, that's enough." Like this dude's already making the most money any players ever had in the NFL, which is a total slap in the face. Now the lawyer is willy nilly talking about happy endings and how things aren't legal. Everything that happened was uh, was above board with Deshaun Watson. No, 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 I'm coming out. I'm part of the lawsuit now. But I just want to I just want to read read this this um, this portion of the uh, the lawsuit, the testimony from Deshaun Watson's 24th accuser. Okay. Watson reached out to plaintiff a few days later to schedule a second massage. Plaintiff agreed. The second massage session took place August 9, 2020 at plaintiff's apartment at around 3 o'clock p.m. in the afternoon. At the beginning of the session, Watson did not want to use the draping that's typically used in massage. Instead, he requested a small towel. Watson also insisted on starting the massage with him lying face up. 
Watson reminded plaintiff he only wanted her to focus on his upper body and abdomen. He then demanded that she work on his inner thighs and quadriceps. During the massage, Watson's tone became aggressive as he repeatedly demanded that she go higher and higher into his inner thighs, causing her hand to touch his scrotum. As the massage continued, Watson made piercing eye contact with plaintiff. At this point, plaintiff became very uncomfortable with the situation. She was also scared because Watson was in her apartment, and he was much bigger and stronger than the plaintiff. She also did not want to upset Watson for fear of retaliation against her small business. As plaintiff attempted to focus on getting the massage completed at some point, Watson got an erection, causing the towel to fall off. By this point, Watson was now completely naked and exposed. Watson then started to masturbate. Plaintiff immediately stopped the massage. Apparently responding to the look of shock on plaintiff's face, Watson said to plaintiff, quote, relax, it's okay to touch it, end quote. Mm. Plaintiff refused Watson's entreaties. Watson then stood up and continued masturbating more aggressively. As he did so, Watson asked the plaintiff, quote, where do you want me to put it, end quote. Plaintiff by this point was in complete shock and could not speak. She froze. Watson quickly ejaculated, some of that getting on plaintiff's chest and face. Plaintiff immediately left the room, ran into the bathroom to clean Watson off of her. Watson offered no apology or explanation for his conduct. He instead got dressed, paid plaintiff $150 in cash app, and left. Plaintiff was left humiliated and traumatized. Shortly after the massage, plaintiff called her close friend to tell her what happened. They both were mortified by Watson's conduct. That's just one of 24 accounts that all sound freakishly similar. Very similar. Almost all of them involve Deshaun Watson getting an erection and all of a sudden an inappropriate request to touch it. It's okay. Touch it. Bodily fluids being, being involved in all of this. Yet that man, Deshaun Watson... There's 24 instances of this, Theo. 24. Mm. 24. Not one, not two, not 10, not 15, but 24. What is that meant for him? Ah, the most money that any player in NFL history has ever made. A fully guaranteed contract. Which never happens in the NFL. Never. Currently participating in OTAs Mm -hmm. with his team right now. In OTAs, just just slinging the ball around, went to the Bahamas, brought his offense. No big deal. No big deal. So this is what I'm saying about all of these things that you're going to hear from sports media talking types today about LIV golf or about what's wrong and what's right, about blood money, about governments, corrupt governments, about what's the correct thing to do and what's the incorrect way to live your life. When it comes to sports, we're all a bunch of damned phonies. You're going to hear media, and especially golf media, carry a lot of water for the PGA Tour today. A lot of water for the PGA Tour. There's another nation the PGA Tour is in big-time business with. China. Mm. Last time I checked, a lot of human rights violations there as well. NBA would like to have a word as well. Mm -hmm. The NBA, absolutely. Now, I might get in some trouble for this because I know that this man is infallible. He is, he is the crown jewel of, of sporting figures in Uh-oh. Palm Beach County. His name is Jack Nicholas. Jack Nicholas just had his tournament this past weekend at Muirfield, the Memorial. That's his tournament. This is a man the PGA Tour loves. This is a man the PGA Tour embraces. This is a man that American golf revolves around. This is also a man who openly endorsed and fundraised for a presidential candidate who two weeks ago 
three days after a mass shooting that took 21 lives and 19 elementary school kids in Texas. He showed up at an NRA convention and who, after already making millions of dollars from the NRA, continued to fundraise for it for a future presidential campaign. Mm. Jack Nicholas endorsed and fundraised for that man. So all I'm saying is that we can do this all day. Morality conflicts, it's everywhere. We can talk about conflicts and hypocritical behavior when it comes to morals all day. This stuff is ridiculous. The amount of phony outrage that we're throwing out there on a regular basis in sports. I'm sorry, but I'm not going to have people who carry water for the PGA Tour tell me that these independent contractors can't go and make money beyond their wildest dreams because it's funded by the Saudi Arabian government. Well, obviously, I'm not the, doing it. The PGA has, um, you know, obviously their best interest is to find a certain reason why people should go against it. This is a direct competitor to the PGA. Mm-hmm. So it makes sense that they're trying to make it seem like this is the evil, dark side. they want money. Yeah. They want money. PGA just they doesn't want to lose money. chicks. Right. They don't care about what's going on in Saudi Arabia. Right. It's not like 10 years ago the PGA was making efforts to try and stop what was going on in Saudi Arabia. Mm-hmm. It's now a problem because it's in the direct competition Absolutely. with PGA. And you Absolutely. Just, makes and you, sense. And you just lost Tiger. He won't. Be in the yeah. U.S. Open next week yeah. as well. Uh, breaking no tiger, news no presented field. by St. Lucie uh, Battery and Tire. Tiger Woods is uh, is out of the uh, the U.S. Open. Um, so all I'm saying is that, and I'm not trying to bag on Jack. I'm not trying to bag on anybody personally. I mean, maybe I'm trying to bag a little bit on Deshaun Watson. Oh, but the fact of the matter is, like, there are so many relationships in sports where you could look at it and you could say, oh, that's dicey. I'm not sure they stand for that. It's so easy for us to hold people to a standard that we would not hold ourselves to. If if a, a, a media entity today, Theo, came to you, say they're based out of Saudi Arabia. I'll take it. No, and they, they said, uh, Theo, we're offering you uh, $17 million a year, mm. three years, to come be our lead anchor. Uh, for the Saudi Arabia national news, what would you do? Would you at least think about it, or would morals take over and say, uh-uh, we can't do this? I am morally conflicted as a black man living in America alone. You think I wouldn't go make $17 million to anchor some sports in Saudi Arabia or some Saudi Arabian sports? I think I'd take the check. Right. I mean, you do it, again, obviously you have to think out what the pros and cons are. You have to think out what is dangerous to yourself and your own family, if that's going to be something that's in direct conflict. But after doing the research on it, if I feel like it's an opportunity that just gets me more money and elevates my career, I'm sorry. I love you guys at ESPN West Palm, but $17 million. Yeah. And, and, and I'm, not, I'm not excusing human rights violations, no, obviously. But what I'm saying is that this tends to be a bit more layered, a bit more nuanced than just... Oh, Saudi Arabia is evil. How could you take those checks? But wait a minute. You're going you're gonna to celebrate the, the World Cup, and you're going to watch a ton of World Cup, and you're going to be super pumped, and you're going to see all these advertisements that Fox, is, uh, that, 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 that Fox has, has had jump on board after paying millions of dollars to FIFA for the broadcast rights for the Qatar World Cup. Where's the holding Fox executives, Fox sports executives feet over the, the, the fire? Where's... Where's that? Because I, I haven't heard a whole lot of it. Um, the, the previous World Cup was in um, Russia. 
Seems like there's some human rights violations there too, right? Just in maybe Russia. Yeah, Russia of all places. I mean, it's not Russia hasn't been in the news lately, yeah. so I, I haven't I haven't caught up much. They've been on chilling. It, but yeah, just, that was just, the '80s. You're thinking about. Yeah, 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 no, no big deal, no big deal. So all I'm saying is that we can sit here all we want and pontificate and judge and oh, Dustin Johnson's moral character comes through. What a dirtbag, Graham McDowell. Suck on it, Graham. You're terrible. Charles Schwartzel, you're a joke. Sergio, Kevin Nah. Sergio Garcia, Kevin Nah, how dare Mm. you? But it's easy to do because it's what's fed to us. And again, you're going to hear and see a lot of media hold water for the PGA Tour today. Media continuing to, in pockets, hold water for the Browns. Ah, They did what they had to do. They did what they had to do, including... Um, a story today from Mike Florio, Pro Football Talk, that now that this 24th accuser has come out, wasn't part of the original 23 in the civil suit, uh, maybe the Browns can approach voiding Deshaun Watson's contract. Yeah, right. <laughs> There's no way that that's happening. Uh-uh. And as soon as Deshaun Watson wins six or seven games in a row in a Cleveland uniform, you know what's going to go away? Any story about those accusers. Yeah, or at yeah. least any um, intake of information about those lawsuits for Browns fans. I'm just as bad as anybody. I said multiple times, Stone. Theo, you heard me. If the Dolphins went and got Deshaun Watson, would I be conflicted? Yes. Would I turn my back on the Dolphins? No. No. The worst part is I would turn my back on the Panthers quicker if they got Baker Mayfield than if they got Deshaun Watson. Wow. And ba- I'm, I'm dead serious. No, I mean, no, it's I know. Bad. It's and it's because you don't, like, it. you don't like Baker Mayfield. Baker Mayfield. You have a personal yeah. problem with him, like his attitude. His yeah. attitude and also his play. But, yeah, but like, yeah, I'm, I'm very anti-Baker Mayfield. I should be more anti-Deshaun Watson. Uh-huh. But at the end of the day, we know what the NFL is about. And like, it's about winning football games, and we've, we've dealt with a lot of stuff. Think we've, about it. It should be to a point where – Deshaun Watson, his mere presence right now in the NFL, the fact that he's not suspended, should be driving us away. Yeah. And it hasn't. And we're we're talking about not will he ever play again. We're talking about, oh, how many games will Deshaun Watson be suspended? And by what time this season will he be able to come back and help the Browns? That's the discussion. Not these 24 women and not whether or not he'll ever play football again. I have an idea, though, if we really want Deshaun Watson to get people to stop watching the NFL. All he's got to do is kneel during the anthem. I'm not, look, obviously that, that's done it before. Uh-huh. 24 sexual assault viol- or, uh, allegations and lawsuits isn't doing it enough. People are still right. finding a way to, to root for him. Right. Maybe right. it's something like that. Maybe people care more about that because that's what's getting the whole PGA thing up in arms. It's, it's more so nationalism. Yeah. So it, maybe that's the problem. Could be. Or take not, a, not, agree. Women's, not women's uh, issues. Though. Yeah, I agree. Theo, dipping your feet into other things, like doing stuff along the lines of what the Tampa Bay Rays are doing right now, just as far as with Pride Month and everything. Yeah, I mean, yeah, exactly. Like, that turns people off, obviously, more than 24 sexual assault allegations and lawsuits or even all of the domestic abuse that happens with NFL players and players amongst all of these sports. Mm-hmm. We've turned our eye, we've turned a blind eye to all of that so often, it's like people pick and choose when morality yeah. conflicts well, are going to, you know, it, get them up in arms. When it's gonna, when it's gonna make you look good to take a stand, that's when you do it. That's that. That's it. Should make you look good to go against Deshaun Watson, though. Yeah, yeah. It should. It right? should. It in absolutely theory. should. It absolutely should. I don't know. That's why I want to ask, though. When have you felt the most morally conflicted 
as a sports fan? When have you felt the most morally conflicted as a sports fan? 888-760-3776. 888-760-3776. And tweeted us at KLV1063. And I'm dying to know if you have actually quit rooting for a team or you have decided that a player is no longer worth your time or you've stopped watching or following a league because of a moral stance. I'm absolutely fascinated to know if that's actually been the case. When have you felt the most morally conflicted as a sports fan? Because I'm having a tough time believing that golf fans are going to shun the LIV golf tour for anything more than it's unorganized and it's different. I honestly, if, if you have a golf fan who says, oh, they're making Saudi money, I can't support it. I'm calling BS on that all day. When have you felt the most morally conflicted as a sports fan? 888-760-3776. 888-760-3776. Let's kick off the phone calls in Boynton with Ron. Ron's on Ken Levick Alive. Hey, Ron. Or Roy, I'm sorry. Roy, I'm sorry, buddy. Hey, Ken, how are you? I'm good, Roy. Sorry about that, buddy. No, 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 no problem. Hey, you know, I just got morally conflicted over Jack. I love Jack. He's done so much great stuff around here. But he built a golf course in Saudi Arabia. Yeah. He got paid direct Saudi money more than our uh, players that are going to LIV. That's all pension money from the Saudis. Right. So how can Jack justify coming down on them? I don't get it. Well, I don't think I don't think Jack is coming down. I mean, I know that he obviously the PGA Tour is his baby. Like that's his his thing. He helped put the entire thing together. I don't know how uh, expressive Jack has been or anti Saudi league uh, Jack has been. I do know that the Nicholas companies filed a lawsuit against Jack Nicholas uh, early in May. Uh, saying that he was uh, directly working against his company because he almost reached a $145 million deal with uh, with LIV. So I, I do think that he's had a bit of a wandering eye with it. I was just solely making the, the, the point that you can find conflict, moral conflict, anywhere if you look hard enough for Absolutely. it. It just matters how much traction said moral fight can get. Mm. And it's easy in this country to say, oh, the Saudis are evil. And then you get a pack mentality together, and then you start attacking Dustin Johnson, who's going to make more this year and appreciate the call, Roy, then he will love his entire career when it comes to earnings. Yeah. I mean, we can always boil it down to just what, what is it always about right now? It's money. It's about money. It's money. And it's about it, and the only reason why the PGA and everybody's up in arms because they want to keep their money. They don't want the money going out there and they don't want the eyes and attention going out elsewhere. Yeah. It's money. Yeah. I, I, I mean, I, I think, too, that it is a, a good rule of thumb. Your sports heroes, your sports teams, ownership of your sports – just do a dive, just do a deep dive, and learn about how your favorite owner or your team's owner made his or her fortune, and I bet you'll be surprised that there are several of them probably a little bit unsavory. Oh, come on. Probably a little bit unsavory, okay? I would That's say, all I'm saying. Uh, it's hard to make a billion dollars or get enough money to become an owner of an NFL or NBA franchise without... Uh, having to step on some people in the wrong way mm-hmm. on their way up. Even LeBron James, that became a topic of conversation. He became a billionaire, and people start to question, you know. Yeah. But it's, it is what it is. Listen, I'm not saying don't have a moral stance. Everybody should know the difference, I think, between good and bad. 
good and evil. But just know that there are many who think they're on the side of good, when in reality, they have as much conflict as anybody. It's just not as out there as maybe the LIV golf tour is. And I don't want to hear Dustin Johnson talking about geopolitical uh, issues, okay? The dude's going to go golf. He's going to go make money. I promise you that's the only reason he is going to LIV. It's not to make some political stand or to stand for anything. It's more to make sure that he's got a lot of commas in that checking account. And I can't get mad at no man for getting to the paper. Honestly, I'm with you. Yeah. I'm with you. And you know what else? Just, just, you know what else is morally right? Paying college athletes who account for millions upon millions of dollars of their uh, university's revenue. Now, out of all the things you've just said, I think that's going to get the most people enraged. Mm-hmm. You just went over 30 minutes of all <laughs> of this stuff, and I think every there's people turning off their radios right now after you said that. I'm just, I'm just saying that you, <laughs> you probably select your outrage. You're no different. I select my outrage. Theo selects his outrage. Stone selects his outrage because we decide what we latch on to. So before we get caught up in, oh, LIV golf, a disaster. PGA Tour, I love you. I love you coming to my bosom. Deshaun Watson, let the man play ball. Uh, World Cup, can't wait. Let me get my sports bar I'm going to sit down at and catch all of this. Just know you're part of the hypocritical nature of sports that always has and always will exist. 888-760-3776. 888-760-3776. When have you felt the most morally conflicted as a sports fan? 888-760-3776. And tweeted us at KLV1063. He's Theodore CWPTV News Channel 5, WFLX Fox 29. I'm Ken Levick. I'm live on ESPN 106.3. From the Anajar and Levine Studios in downtown West Palm Beach, you are listening to Ken LaVica Live on ESPN 106.3. We are presented by the FAU MBA Sport Management Program. Visit fau.edu slash MBA sport. I guess the, the, the overall point I'm trying to make is that a lot of sports outrage, moral outrage in sports is just so phony. And it largely comes down to who you who you like and who you don't like. Yep. And doesn't have, or at least has very little to do with the actions of said person. Like, sports is a, what have you done for me lately? What can you do for me on the field or on the court? How can you perform for me? And how can you help my team win championships? And then everything else is in the background. Easily. Everything else is in the background. So right now with 24 accusers, Deshaun Watson, accused of despicable acts. I mean, unspeakable. How gross is that? We just read the 24th lawsuit. Almost all 23 of them resemble that. If not all the remaining 23 of them. And again, the question is not will he ever play again. The question after he got the biggest contract in NFL history is when will he be able to come back from suspension and help the Browns? Think about that. And that's just accepted. And it's really... How long will the suspension be? Is there going to be a suspension? Because we've gotten no mm-hmm. traction from the league that they are going to do anything. He's not on the commissioner's list. Nothing. Nothing right now. So there's speculation that there might be a suspension, and all of the focus is, well, is it going to be four games or six games right. of Jacoby Brissett before we get Deshaun Watson back on the right. field? Yeah, the fact that you, yeah, I haven't heard anything over four or six games speculated That's with the, this. Isn't that crazy? 
Six games is the most. I've, I was just going to ask about that. Like, why is it yeah. not like eight, ten, a right. full season? No, right. it's like four or six games. Right. And, and instead of using that to speak more on the 23 accounts, it's will Baker start those first six games? Now we bring Baker Mayfield back into uh. this. Is he going to start the season for the Browns? It's just everything football related except for yeah. like, the real uh, elephant in the room. Think about it. Like, if, if he gets a six game suspension, it ends up being. Uh, it ends up being a one-game suspense for every four documented cases of sexual assault. Yeah. Like, think about that. Ah, oh, the NFL came down heavy. <laughs> Iron fist. Like, guys, I, I, this, this outrage. And even if you don't follow golf, you're going to hear about the LIV tour and the Saudi money. A lot about the Saudi money. The Saudi money. Why Dustin Johnson's wrong. Why Graham McDowell's wrong. Why Sergio Garcia's wrong. I don't like Sergio Garcia, I think his attitude sucks. I'm not rooting for him. I'm not cheering for him. I don't know Dustin Johnson. I do know you're waving a bunch of money in front of me. Chances are I'm going to think pretty heavily about it. Or a franchise quarterback. Yeah. You know? Or like It just, people people work on their own self-interest. Like, Mm -hmm. whether that be financial gain, whether that be competitive gain, like, people want better for themselves and their family. So it's not it, – it's it's ironic because isn't that literally like the base of capitalism? Like get as much as you can for you mm-hmm. it's com- okay though. It's okay though on the backs of the lower class. Yeah. But when it comes from uh, human rights violations in Saudi Arabia, totally different discussion. <laughs> it's, it's, totally. It's a, how dare you? Yeah. How dare you? Um, when have you – because I'm curious. When have you felt the most morally conflicted as a sports fan? 888-760-3776. 888-760-3776. 3776. Um, and I, I suppose for for me, the early days of, of Lane Kiffin being hired by Florida Atlantic, I didn't quite know what to make of him and some of the stories that I had heard about him. Now, I eventually got to know the man, and I eventually learned that I think a lot of stuff that was out about Lane Kiffin was purely petty, um, uh, throw stuff out there, see if it'll stick type of stuff about Lane. Is he perfect? No. Was it difficult to defend the hire at first FAU fans who had heard nothing but negatively connotated stories, um, things, trip-ups Lane had had here in Palm Beach County, especially recruiting new Keith Richardson at Pahokee? Yeah, that was pretty conflicting. Um, but eventually, guess what FAU did? They won a lot of games. He helped them win a lot of games. Guess what? I stopped asking any questions about Lane pre-FAU and appreciated Lane at FAU. I was done with it. Lane did his job, won games as a sports fan. That's what I was looking for. Couldn't care less about the past. Could not care less about the entire thing. Mm. Like that, that, to me, is case in point what a lot of this sports stuff is. Like The World Cup's going to happen. No, no, no nation is pulling out of the World Cup that's qualified for the World Cup. FIFA did not strip the World Cup from Qatar. I haven't seen anyone in, in, in high profile in soccer that said, we need to investigate all of these dead immigrant workers in Qatar, or else there's going to be hell to pay. Not one. So sorry, selective outrage. I'm just not interested in it. I'm I would just ask, not interested. I would ask you to your point, Ken. It's interesting. Are you surprised? No analysts or anybody in the spotlight, anybody who has pull, has taken the career suicide route and going against Deshaun Watson. Because I'm sure everybody we watch on television or on the radio, they have. they've gone against Deshaun. Are, 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 are being told, you know, not to speak about it. Right? Like you're not allowed to. And. and I guess there are, 
but not high profile enough for a casual to well, have seen. So you got the you got the World Cup, you got Deshaun Watson, you got all these things. I and think, I feel like no one's really gone out of the realm to say, I'm not gonna deal with this, I'm done with whoever I'm with. I think there's media that's separated enough from uh, in the NFL. There's media that's separated enough where they can be critical and do their job and be yeah. a journalist and do all that. Same thing with with internationally. Like there's been plenty of coverage about Qatar, but for the people that matter, the people with power with the World Cup that make decisions, um, it's largely just insulated themselves. These things have been reported on critically, so absolutely. But in golf, with this in particular, I mean, there are some golf media who their livelihoods are tied to their relationship with those in the PGA Tour. You think they're going to voice any sort of support for the LIV Tour? That's a big fat no. That is career suicide more so. really good point. And I was also going to ask, listening to Dustin Johnson, the people asking him questions. Now, let's say some of those were PGA Tour media members. Are they allowed back? Well, here's the uh, the LIV Tour today kicked out an AP reporter saying he was being impolite in his questioning. That that right there, that's not a good start, by the way. <laughs> if you are If you are funded by a country that is alleged to have killed journalists... Yeah including one from the United States and allegedly chopping him up yeah. into tiny pieces. You know what's not a good first step? And here's some free PR advice from Ken Levicka for the LIV Tour. Greg Norman, write this down. Don't mistreat journalists on day one of your organization's existence. You idiots. Big mistake. Big like, mistake. They're just asking for, for more, more uh, uh, controversy to come their way and criticism. I don't think they actually care that much though, because they know that the almighty dollar is going to still reign supreme. Yeah. Like, so they throw money at it. Analysts as well. If you're calling some of the match play for LIV, are you allowed to call some of the PGA? Like, I'm sure uh, we'll see no similar faces to who we've seen prior. Oh no, there's not going to be any media, any ma- mention of the PGA tour. They will mention majors. They will be very, very, what a great organization. I mean, what people. A pristine tournament. I mean, people in general, like people that we've seen call tournaments before, are they going to call LIV? I would assume not. No, not absolutely not. Arlo White, uh, who did soccer Premier League for NBC for many years, he's the, he's the broadcast voice of LIV. Okay. Yeah, it's not going to be, you're not going to see any of these guys. Absolutely any not. No. Now, will it be discussed when the majors happen? Dustin Johnson says, yeah, I'm playing the U.S. Open. Graham McDowell says, yeah, I'm playing the U.S. Open. I'll be there. Um, they're going to have to mention it because now it tells a story. Yeah, and Dustin Johnson, he used a lot of open wording, like for now. You know, I'm, yeah. I'm not a part of this PGA. Well, like, I feel like I they, don't make the rules. Right. Well, what yeah. they're going to do, Theo, it's clear. These pros, I think that they have the legal backing to to bully the PGA Tour. And eventually, if LIV fails, and I think it will eventually. I don't think this is a long-term thing. I don't think very highly of the LIV Tour. I'm just saying that it's hypocritical to criticize guys who are going to get the bag, no matter how rich they already are. Uh, but... Dustin Johnson, he's pretty confident that by resigning from the PGA Tour, once this folds, he'll be let right back in. The PGA Tour doesn't run the majors, so the majors aren't going to keep Dustin Johnson out of it. He was world number one nine months ago. Mm. They're making a strategic play in that spot. If I was presented odds on whether or not the guys on the LIV Tour, who have at least committed, play in the Ryder Cup, I would bet yes they do, and I would put a hefty amount of money on it. Uh, Yeah, yeah, yeah. They're going to play the Ryder Cup. They're going to play the Ryder Cup. I There's would bet no a lot way the PGA it. Tour has the power to keep. They're going to end up having the legal power to keep them out of the Ryder Cup. No way. Mm-hmm. Dustin Johnson, he's thinking right now. I'm still going to be able to do whatever the hell I want. Totally. Yeah. I mean, that's exactly how it's going to go. Yeah. Ken Levick Alive, presented by the FAU MBA Sport Management Program. FAU.edu/slash/mba/sport. The FAU MBA Sport Management Program. FAU.edu/slash/mba/sport. 
22 years of doing it, your path to the sports industry, the FAU MBA Sport Management Program, fau.edu slash MBA Sport. That's fau.edu slash MBA Sport, the FAU MBA Sport Management Program. Uh, one, one instance or a couple of instances where I think the biggest moral outrage happened where there were actually consequences to it, and it drives me crazy that this is the case. It's not Greg Hardy throwing his I know where partner you're going. on guns, assaulting her. It's not Deshaun Watson with the 24 accusations. None of that stuff. Taking a knee for a national anthem yeah. has had the most significant moral outrage that led to a player being blackballed from the league. Think about that. The most with divisive The most thing divisive. Ever. Think of all of the, the, the crimes, yeah. the physical nature of some of these crimes, the disgusting images we've seen. Um, and and it, was, it was kneeling for an anthem. Not even... And I thought, you know, when Michael Vick had his whole thing. Michael Vick dog fighting. Yeah, and, it, and I thought still a lot of the public may have overreacted a bit to it. Missed they still let Vick year. come back. Uh-huh. They still let Vick come back and play. But, but. but what does that say about us? What does that say about us that a competing golf league to the PGA Tour exists and a government's funding it that has committed countless human rights violations, murdered a journalist and then lied about it, and this is going to exist, and it's going to go on, and we're not going to think about it anymore. Deshaun Watson, 24 lawsuits, all with similar accusations about what he did. That's not a coincidence, mm. okay? That's not a coincidence for anybody with a brain. He's not going to miss every game of the 2022 season. He is going to play at some point this year. His career is going to continue. Those things in and of themselves happen, and they're going to get less traction than Colin Kaepernick and Michael Vick. Think about that. That's it's, insane. It's incredible. I, I would up the ante in, in the sense of asking, and I'm not hip on these guys' situations or what went down, but like a Ray Lewis and him being accused of murder or however went, that went down, right? Like, cause, I mean, he's yeah. touted as, you know, one of the greatest football players of all time. It's part league. of his story. It's part of his story. Kobe Bryant, I, I'm not familiar with what he was accused of. Or in kind Colorado, of, part of his story. So I, I think there are icons, people that we look up to and that are almost – options to be the logo yep. for their sport. Well, that's the thing, too. When when Kobe passed, there was this sudden, you can't bring up the rape yeah. in Colorado. This is not the time. We honor Kobe Bryant. And my response to that was, well, you can honor Kobe and also acknowledge what were some of the defining moments of his professional life. Yeah. And then certainly was one of them. You can't just, you can't just whitewash the story you can't. to... Fit what makes you feel better. The, mm-hmm. the one thing I'll say about the Kobe Bryant stuff and the way it started coming out right after his death was it did seem eerie and also that specific thing. Like what we do know for sure was that Kobe Bryant cheated on his wife. Mm-hmm. I don't know, like around the the allegations around all of that. And like this is it was not the Deshaun Watson stuff that's going on today. That was very murky and there wasn't never seemed to be a real settlement on what exactly happened. There. We mm-hmm. knew he cheated on his wife. The rape thing that yeah. everybody kept trying to bring back up as, as as if we solidified it as such sure was a little bit distasteful right after his death. Alleged, the, and it did go to trial. Yeah, it yeah, did go it, to a it, criminal trial. Exactly. It went to an actual There was enough episode. evidence, unlike Deshaun Watson, to bring it to trial. Okay. And with the Deshaun Watson thing, I mean, 24 uh, sexual yeah. assault allegations That's and lawsuits that are very descriptive, uh-huh. like it's, yeah. it's a little bit more likely that this should be something that 
has a little bit more. It, it, yeah. it, it maybe prevents a little bit more of Deshaun Watson's career track yeah, than yeah, what yeah. it's going to end up doing. It should. It should. But I have a feeling it's not going to. He's really damn good again, at football. If he goes and balls out, yeah. Selective outrage, as always. With sports. Mm. When have you felt the most morally conflicted as a sports fan? 888-760-3776. 888-760-3776. He's Theodore, CWPTV News Channel 5, WFLX Fox 29. I'm Ken Levick. I'm live on ESPN 106.3. From the Anajar and Levine Studios in downtown West Palm Beach, you are listening to Ken LaVica Live on ESPN 106.3. We are presented by the FAU MBA Sport Management Program. Visit fau.edu slash MBA sport. Real quick, want to get to our EDS coolest moment of the week. Uh, Pat Riley was just doing Pat Riley things yesterday. But before we do that, let me tell you, about Baptist Health Orthopedic Care. Is joint pain affecting your quality of life? Well, good thing you have Baptist Health Orthopedic Care. The team experienced in traditional joint replacement surgery as well as new, less invasive treatments with the goal of returning you to what you love as quickly as possible. Learn more by visiting baptisthealth.net slash orthocare today. Baptist Health Orthopedic Care combines its resources of experienced physicians, leading-edge treatments and technology to provide advanced orthopedic, foot and ankle, joint replacement, spine and sports medicine care. Visit baptisthealth.net slash orthocare for more information today. Baptist Health Orthopedic Care has offices conveniently located in Palm Beach County through the Florida Keys. Learn more by visiting baptisthealth.net slash orthocare. All right, Stone, let's get to our EDS air conditioning coolest moment of the week. Time now for the coolest moment of the week. Cool. Cool, yeah. The coolest moment of the week is brought to you by EDS air conditioning. Yesterday, Pat Riley, his annual end-of-season press conference, and he was asked, are you coming back again? And we all knew what the answer (laughs) was going to be. He said, yeah, I want to see this thing through. I'm Pat Riley. But then Pat Riley also putting down... A physical challenge as well. I, I haven't given that any thought at all, Ira. You know, and so until somebody brings it to me, other than the media, I'm 77 years old, and right now I can do more push-ups than you can do right now. If you want to go, to, if you want to go to the mat, let's go. Shirt off, shirt off, Riley. <laughs> can you see that? No, no um, one needs to see that. <laughs> Riles throwing down the gauntlet. Mm. Push-ups. Now, I'm assuming, Stone, that he is, he's saying just push-ups in one shot, right? Like, that's the true marker of your strength. Oh, yeah. How many push-ups you can do without stopping. Yeah. But he was talking specifically to Ira. Ira Winderman of the Sunset. I'm taking Pat in that one. Yeah, I'm taking Pat in that one. No offense to Ira, but (laughs) I think we're across the board taking taking Pat. Yeah, because I think when people saw that quote out of context, they thought he was saying than anybody. And it's Uh like, hold on, pump the brakes. Pat Uh Riley knows his limits. Well, have you seen Heat Media, though? Well, yeah. yeah. I mean, I, I think Pat might have been speaking about <laughs> just most everybody stuff, in if that not room. the entire room. Right? <laughs> everybody in that Th- room. That does beg the question, though. So forget forget specialty push-ups like, um, uh, you know, uh, like push-ups where you're a bit elevated and you're targeting your lower chest or even the bar push-ups. Like, I'm talking just prison push-ups, yeah. right? Like, you're in your cell, mm. you're just banging them out because that's all you got to do. Um, how many push-ups in one shot? Do you think, uh, Theo, you're uh, you're able to do? Oh, I thought you were going to ask me how many Pat could do. Um, if I hadn't worked out that day, I could do at least 60. 60 in one shot? Yeah. 
I kind of like. I think we might need. We might need to, to see do this now. Yeah, we, we Stone, can do it. What about yeah. you? So I recently had to do forty with a bet that I lost, and I did crank those. So you cranked them out pretty good? I did crank them out pretty good, so I'm with Theo here. I mean, okay. we, we'd wiggle once we hit about 52, 53. Yeah, that's yeah. when you start to kind of lose mm-hmm. it. So when I play Call of Duty Warzone in between matches while like mm-hmm. lo- it's loading up, I'll knock out 50 push-ups sometimes. So I know I can do 50, and it struggles a bit, but I know if I had to push myself, I can get, get to 60. 60. Yeah. That's good. I, I probably am like 50. I'm probably like 50 at one shot. Yeah. You really start to tire out around there no matter who you are. Yeah. Like you're going to feel it. It just yeah. becomes a mental game at that yeah. point. Yeah. Like, I don't got it. I don't got you it. got to lock in. Depends on how much money's on the line. Right. Yeah, that's true. That's a great point. That's a great point. And, and after a Call of Duty Warzone dub, yes. um, um, you're getting that 60 probably Ooh, easy. You might be able to push for it. Mm-hmm. You might be able to push oh, for yeah, it. Oh, yeah, for sure. Now, uh, when, you're, when you're playing Call of Duty... You want to make sure that you're doing it in a room that's nice and cool of course. and air-conditioned. Of course. Because to. if not, Especially if you're doing push-ups, <laughs> right? Uh, because if not, it's going to be miserable. And you know what's going to happen? Your gaming equipment, now you're running the risk of that stuff uh, burning up. And then that's thousands of dollars down the drain. No mm. call to duty. You're not going to want to do push-ups. You get fat. You get disgusting. You're sweating because you're fat and disgusting. Mm. All because you didn't get your AC service by EDS air conditioning. So... Avoid all of that catastrophe with one simple job, EDS Air Conditioning. EDSAirConditioning.com. They're a train comfort specialist. It's hard to stop a train. It is so hot and so disgusting. I was looking at the forecast this week, 88, 89, 90, 91, 89, 90, just across the board. Mm. And then it's supposed to rain, obviously, because it's the summer. And you know what that's going to do? Raise the humidity and make it even hotter Mm. once the sun comes out. So if you don't want to bake in your home. If you don't want to broil in your home, you need your AC working. And if it, if it has started to show signs where maybe there's a little bit of a smell, maybe the 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 AC isn't getting as cool as quickly as it used to, uh, don't just chalk it up to, oh, it's getting hotter out. No, no, no. Your AC is working harder than it normally does because something's not right. And the solution to that is to have EDS come look at it, come service it for you, maybe even replace it for you. EDS Air Conditioning. EDS is yes. I don't know who to call. There's so many options. EDS is yes, okay? That's how you remember. EDS Air Conditioning. EDSAirConditioning.com. Been doing it, family-owned and operated since 2006. Do it for yourself. Do it for your family. Do it for your gamer friends. Make sure that you are living in cool AC comfort. EDS Air Conditioning. EDS is yes. When we return, more from Riles, including fat shaming? He's Theodore, CWP-TV News Channel 5, WFLX Fox 29. I'm Ken Levick, and I'm live on ESPN 106.3.